0: In this episode, we'll be looking at a couple of ways that you could possibly speed up your Joomla website. It is a factor in regards to how Google will rank your site. So making your site faster could possibly help you with your search engine optimization, not to mention also usability and friendliness of your website in general. A fast site would leave users with a less frustrating experience. So this episode will be going through all the ins and outs and components and plugins that you could possibly use to make your Joomla site just that little bit faster. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast. The podcast all about designing, developing, managing and marketing your Joomla extensions. This is episode 96 and I am your host Peter Buey. This week, like I said in the intro, we'll be going through all of the ins and outs of speeding up your website, trying to make it just that much faster to improve SEO usability and so much more. But first off, let's get into some Joomla news, what's been happening in the Joomla industry and there has been a lot. So first off on my list is the transition team. The transition team, which is taking over from the structural change team of the Joomla project, has been announced and is stepping in in place to try and help the entire Joomla project transition over from the current structure of a production leadership team, community leadership team, and OSM, the Open Source Matters board, over to the uh, new structure, which will be made up primarily of teams and team leaders uh, which will try and guide the project into the future and hopefully a better CMS and more cohesive community where members can contribute more clearly and cleanly. So that would be fairly interesting and that should fall into place very very soon as well and you can check out that blog post under the leadership blog that Marika uh, had posted up on the joomla.org site. In other news, uh, the Joomla 3.4.4 had also been released uh, a couple of weeks ago from the launch of this podcast episode. And in that, we saw a couple of bug fixes, some tweaks and usability fixes as well. So please check out the release notes for Joomla 3.4.4. And if you haven't updated to that version yet, it's a good time to update now, uh, just to make sure that you're up to date and secure with your Joomla sites. Now, along with that update, I also recommend updating your JCE plugins. Uh, that's the Joomla content editor. If you're using that and you're not on the latest version, I believe it was 2.5.8 uh, then you're potentially going to be open up for some security vulnerabilities and also incompatibility issues with Joomla 3.4.4 as well. So, make sure those two things are up to date and working on your Joomla websites. Um, we had to use Watchfully to update en masse all of the uh, JCE plugins and components that were installed on all of our websites or else we'd would have been spending a huge amount of time. I think WatchFleet did it in a few minutes, which is thankfully um, really good and a big time saver as well. So uh, if you haven't used that yet, I would highly recommend that tool to try and uh, speed up your updating and maintenance progress of all your Joomla sites, especially if you're managing a lot of them. Uh, another news item is that the Joomla 4 user experience team has been announced. Jessica Dunbar posted this up uh, back in August, to announce that the team uh, have been put together in regards to looking at the next stages of the Joomla project for Joomla 4, and also the new Joomla administration screens as well. So this this is a pretty cool uh, step forward in regards to uh, an actual another formalised team to have a look at where usability is going now for the Joomla project. So that's that's another pretty cool initiative by the Joomla community. And you can check out that blog post also at joomla.org as well. I'll post up all of these links into the uh, into the show notes for this podcast episode. And you can get to the show notes by going to joomla.be.at slash ep96. And that will take you directly to the show notes for this podcast episode. Now, besides all of the news and and happenings that have been going on in the Joomla project itself, there have also been a huge amount of community events going on around the world, a huge amount. I I think this is probably the busiest time of year for Joomla days and Joomla meetups in general. We've recently had Joomla Day Brazil in early September, Joomla Day Algeria, Joomla Day Germany, Joomla Day Chicago, Joomla Day Seville, and Joomla Day Poland, which is happening right now. Uh, I think they're just finishing up at the moment. Oh, and also Joomla Day, Kenya. And then around the corner, Joomla Day, Ghana, Joomla Day, Brisbane, Australia, which I'll be at. So if uh, you're in Australia and you want to attend a Joomla event, please come along to Joomla Day, Brisbane. It's on the 10th and 11th of October. So it's just coming around the corner as well. You can get to the information in regards to that event at uh, joomla.org.au. Okay. That's a little plug for that event. Um, but also around the corner is Joomla Day, Israel, Italy, and Austria. And you can actually get to all of the pages for these events at events.joomla.org. So you can find a local event that is happening around your area from that website there. And, uh, it's a huge benefit in going. You get to meet a whole lot of friendly people in the Joomla community, not to mention learning all the ins and outs of what's happening in Joomla at the moment, some tips and cool things that you could do to improve your Joomla sites and so forth. There's so much to learn and so much to do. So I highly recommend, if you haven't been to a Joomla day before, to check out the events.joomla.org website and find the next possible event that you can get to like I said, there are a lot of fun. You network with a lot of amazing people in the Joomla industry. And hopefully, you'll take away some some really good takeaways to implement into your Joomla websites and into your businesses as well if you're running a Joomla business. All right. So, that's it for the Joomla news and updates for this episode. Let's get straight into our main topic, which is the performance and speeding up your Joomla websites. Beat. 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 Joomla Beat. All right. So, this is in regards to speeding up your site. And this, this follows on from a blog post that I did on the Joomla Beat website where I went through a whole bunch of plugins that I was testing and trying and to, to tweak the Joomla Beat site to get it to load as quickly as possible. Now, I've constantly tweaked it. i've ripped out a lot of the excess stuff such as the add this share buttons excess images decorative images that is that i didn't really need and so forth and i managed to get the site down to loading and get this 0.5.1 seconds that is i think phenomenally fast for any joomla site that i've ever built uh yeah, sure, I've lost a lot of functionality in terms of uh, JavaScript and, and uh, share this buttons, but in terms of speed, that, that's really fast, and I'm re- actually really happy with that. Um, Google recommends that you try and get your websites loading in 1.5 seconds, so I guess now I have a little bit of, of leeway to play with to add in some extra things to add back that extra, extra functionality into the site to make it uh, a little bit more I know, interesting, interactive. So I'm going to add in the share this and add this buttons back into the site and see how much of an impact that happens. But um, let's go through uh, a couple of the tools and a couple of the things I actually did to get this site down to 0.51 seconds. Um, It's a little bit skewed, that result, but um, I'll go through that in a minute as well. So this was all inspired from an interview that I did with Simon Kluestra back in episode 92. And you can get to that at joomla.be.at slash ep92. And that will take you directly to the show notes for that episode and the podcast as well. And you can listen to some of Simon's tips in regards to optimizing and speeding up your Joomla website there. But here are a couple of the plugins that I started using in regards to optimizing the code. Now, first off, I'm using a T3 template, which I custom built for the site. And in that, it has a CSS and a JavaScript minimizer tools in there. So, it actually combines all the JavaScript files and all the CSS files into one big file. That way, you're not making multiple requests to the browser to download each one of those files individually. Each one of the individual files might be really small and have a very small footprint, but the browser actually gets slowed down when it actually has to make another call and request to download another file. So you can see there it will take a little bit of extra time if you had 20 CSS and JavaScript files. Each one of those files would maybe take another what, half a, a fraction of a second, maybe like 0.1 of a second, so it adds up. So if you had 10 of them, it would take an extra second just to uh, call those particular files. So the idea of combining them all together in one is that the browser only makes that one request. So T3 does that by default. So if you're using a T3 template that's made by Joomla Art or maybe by Joomla Bamboo or maybe even one of our templates, uh, you can use the templating system itself to actually tweak and optimize the CSS and the JavaScript. But if you're not, if you're using a plain vanilla uh, Joomla template or one from another template provider that doesn't have that functionality built into it, these are a couple of the really cool plugins that i found that work really well. One is a JCH Optimize. Now, this one has had fantastic reviews on the JET, and I've used it quite extensively in the past and also on the Joomla Beat website to try and optimize the code even further. So, what this one does, it minimizes the HTML, CSS, and JavaScripts, combines them into, uh, into one file, um, and and does it fairly well. Uh, Now, it doesn't work easily out of the box. So if you're expecting this to speed up your website straight away, install it, turn everything on and expecting amazing results, that won't happen. Um, it's, it's very finicky in regards to what you can combine and what will break when you combine things. Now, this goes for any of these uh, combining and optimization plugins. So that They all work in a very similar way. And you have to know what to combine, what to exclude out of your combining process as well, so you don't break things. Okay, so JCH Optimize. Uh, great fantastic reviews. What I recommend with it though is to install it, turn everything off in the plugin and then slowly go through one thing at a time such as combining your CSS files but not minifying any of them. Combine that first, leave all the JavaScript options off and go through step-by-step each one of the settings, turning them on and off, combining, trying a different option and then seeing if that works for your site and then doing a test against it as well. I wouldn't do this on a live site. I'll do this all locally just to make sure that the site is working and functioning and not destroying your live site like I did with the Joomla Beat website. Um, You may have noticed if you were visiting during the times I was testing, but I'd highly recommend doing this offline and testing it step-by-step step through each one of the options. Now, if JCH Optimized doesn't work for you, there's another one that works in a similar fashion, and this one's called Jebetolo, Jebetolo. Some of these are very interesting and creative names, but Jebetalo. Jebetalo is another plugin that works in a very similar fashion to JCH Optimize where it combines and minifies all of the front-end CSS and JavaScript. So if JCH Optimize doesn't work, try Jebetalo and that might work better for you. It's configured slightly differently, it's written slightly differently as well. So it might be a better option if JCH Optimize doesn't work for you. Um, Now, the reasons why it might not work are either these plugins is the template that you're using might be created in a strange way and Joomla can't uh, combine the files or something's conflicting on the actual template itself. So if you really want to just try and test the plugin itself, I'll be testing against a plain vanilla Joomla site that's installed with sample data. So test it with that, um, maybe not your... Your actual Joomla site, if you're testing the plugin itself. Okay. Now that's the front end minimizing of HTML and CSS. Now, the next tools that I'll be looking at are called content delivery networks. Now, these aren't just standalone Joomla tools and components that you would install, you actually have to use third-party services as well. Now, the idea of using a CDN, a content delivery network, is to distribute your content, whether it's your images, your CSS files or your JavaScript files, all around the world to different servers. Now, when a user... Uh, is coming to your server, it will be actually connecting and downloading those files from one of the CDN locations, which will be usually closer to where they're actually located. And that would help speed up the response time between the user and your content that they're trying to download for their browser. So let me try and paint this in a picture for you, like visually. So the Joomla Beat website is hosted on DigitalOcean over in New York. I'm based here in Australia. So the ping time and the travel time between Australia and New York is actually quite far. And considering that, it's, it's actually very slow and the load times in general for the entire site are slow. But I've placed it in New York because of... The general readership and listenership of the podcast is in the US and in Europe. So it's a kind of an in-between city for those two continents. And unfortunately for Asia and the rest of the world, is a little bit further away. So the way that a CDN speeds that up is that it has many edge locations around the world based in local cities uh, where they may have a CDN server. So I'm using Mac CDN which is a very common and very cheap and cost effective CDN and they have two locations here around Australia. They have one in Sydney, they one have one in Melbourne and they actually have one in Auckland in New Zealand as well. So that's that's the edge locations that we have here. So now when I'm making a request from my browser to the Jumblebee website, it will hit it will go to New York. It will make the request, but then it will show me that there are some locations that are a little bit closer to me to download all the JavaScript files and all the CSS files. So all I need to do then, or the browser needs to do actually, is actually go to the CDN location, which is based in Sydney, which is a lot closer than New York, and download those particular files. So you'll see that the response time for those particular files when they get downloaded are tiny compared to what they actually would have been if they were going directly to New York. So that's the difference and that's why a CDN can help speed up your website in terms of usability for your users around the world. Um, yeah, uh, unfortunately not everyone can afford multi-point location servers where your servers distributed everywhere. That will cost a little bit more but the CDN, the assets, the CSS, JavaScript and images that load from your website are much easier to put on a CDN and is very cheap and easy to do. So the CDN plugins that I like to use, one is actually called CDN for Joomla and this is by Peter Van Westen, who I interviewed, I think in episode four, I can't remember now, but um, go back to the Joomla Beat archives and you'll actually find his interview. um, Peter does a lot of absolutely amazing work for Joomla as well as building a lot of really cool and exciting I guess exciting, they're very useful anyway, Um, extensions for Joomla and one of them is CDN for Joomla. Uh, You can install this, it only takes a few seconds to install. I think there's a free version as well. You configure it to your max. CDN account, which you will have to sign up for, and I think it's about thirty dollars a year, thirty US a year, which is fairly cheap in regards to hosting and bandwidth, and the amount of hosting bandwidth actually saves you is another thing. That's that's a, another huge benefit. But you install this into your website, configure it to your max CDN location, and away you go. Um, the plugin takes care of the rest. It will it will rename all of your assets on your site to the CDN location name. Um, I've actually set mine up to Joomla. beat or joomla and any of the images, JavaScript files, CSS will be called directly from that URL instead, which is the CDN location. So now when you load up the page, you'll get the HTML and plain static files from the server, but everything else is coming from the CDN. So this is creating what's what's called uh, more synchronous locations for your browser to download from. Now, as the browsers and computers have uh, evolved over time, uh, a browser can download 25, what, back in the day when I was first doing this, could download 25 unique assets at one time. So that's the images, CSS, et cetera. But if you're doing it from one domain, then it can only do 25 from that one domain. But if you add in a subdomain, such as cdn.joomlabeat.at, uh, that means it opens up another 25. So you're downloading from 50 locations. So it's opening up your pipes to the internet to download more things. So you can download things faster as well. So if you have a really good connection, a really fast connection, the CDN can help with that too. So um, fantastic. We're speeding up our site with optimizing our code, reducing the amount of files that we're downloading with the plugins JCH Optimize and Gebetalo, which is cool. We're distributing all of those files around the world with the CDN using CDN for Joomla and, and optimizing things that way. Um, So, we're slowly seeing more and more progressive ways to enhance our website to optimize the speed. Now, before I move on, I'd just like to mention another one, uh, another CDN plugin, uh, which I haven't used in quite a while, but it was actually the very first one I used. And this is JA Amazon S3. Now, this will allow you to use the Amazon S3 servers or the CloudFront CDN component of it to to distribute your content around the world that way. Now, um, I believe Amazon S3 has more locations than Mac CDN has around the world. So if you're really targeting a global base, base audience, Amazon S3 or the, or the cloud front is actually probably a better solution for you. So depending on your audience, depending on what type of people you're targeting, that's probably a better option. So have a look at that one as well. It works in a very similar way um, to how CDN for Joomla does. Um, There's a little bit more manual control behind it as well, which is good. So check that one out if Max CDN and the CDN for Joomla option doesn't work for you. I I believe using Amazon S3 is actually very cost-effective as well. Last time we used it, I think we're only paying $5 US a month at the most. Not even that. Uh, I think five dollars actually included of all, all of our backups for all of the sites that we manage for our clients as well. So I think actually Amazon S three would have been less than a dollar uh, a month, which is incredibly cheap. So um, have a look at that one as well if uh, if you if Max CDN isn't the best option for you. Okay, so let me just recap one more time. So we've we've optimized all of our CSS and all of our uh, JavaScript files by combining and minifying them. We've distributed them all around the world using the CDN process. So what else can we actually do to speed things up on the actual site again? And one of the extra components that i found here is called lazy load for Joomla. Now this one, uh, I used to use quite a lot on Joomla 1.5 sites because I had issues loading the content and with image heavy heavy websites, Um, loading all the images takes a long time and slow bandwidth connections etc slows down the site. But what lazy load does is tries to help improve the usability of the site by loading the images only when they appear in the browser viewpoint when you scroll to them. So for example if you have a very long scrolling page with hundreds of images on them, normally uh Joomla or your browser would just load all of those 100 images when the page loads. So you're using up all of that bandwidth, trying to download all the images. So if you're doing this on a mobile phone, for example, that's, that's going to kill your data plan for sure. So what lazy load does is only loads the images when you actually scroll and you can visibly see them. So they may fade in, for example, or just load at the time when you're uh, scrolling down to it, which is a very cool way of trying to manage and optimize your bandwidth. So imagine our bandwidth and speed and loading of the site in general. So imagine if um if a user's coming to the site, they're scrolling maybe only a third of the way down the page, they've had enough and they close and leave your site. The user didn't load up all of those hundreds of images that were actually on your page, only a third of them because I only scrolled down a third of the way. So that saving bandwidth is saving the speed and load of the user experience as well. So it's a two pronged effect there. You're saving bandwidth and you're improving usability. So lazy load for Joomla is a fantastic plugin to use and to add into your website as well, especially if it is an image heavy website. Okay, so check that one out. It's in the show notes uh, and all the links are there too. Now, another interesting way of speeding up your website, and this is the last one on my list as well, and this is to use a third-party party CDN to load up your JavaScript libraries that you're using, your, your CSS libraries that you're using in general as well. So this is actually free. So, if you're not using Mac CDN and if you're not using the Amazon JA Amazon S3 solution, this is probably what you could use. CDNJS.com is an open source project which hosts hundreds and that hundreds, yeah, maybe maybe even thousands, thousands of JavaScript and CSS libraries out there that are commonly used by web developers around the world and if it doesn't exist you can actually request for them to host something. So in the Joomla world for example you'll be using cdn.js to replace all of the bootstrap files that are used in Joomla templates in general and replace them with the globally distributed one from cdn.js. Is this making sense to anyone? Maybe not. Alright. Let me explain it in a different way. So Joomla by default comes with the Bootstrap JS and Bootstrap CSS files distributed with it. Now considering that there are millions of Joomla sites around the world, um, and all of the and if you're visiting hundreds of these Joomla sites, it means that you're downloading that Bootstrap.js and Bootstrap CSS file again and again and again each time you visit a different Joomla site. Now, if all of those Joomla sites actually had that CSS and JavaScript file pointed to one single location, and that one single location was cdn.js, that means that user, that browser that is visiting all of those sites wouldn't need to download that JavaScript and CSS file again because they've already downloaded it. They've already downloaded from the very first Joomla site that they visited that was referencing CDNJS. And all the subsequent sites that they visited were also referencing that. So it didn't need to download again. So that's actually one file or two files in this case that the user didn't need to need to actually download. Now if you look at the Joomla beat website, uh, we actually have in total 26 requests that are, uh, are done on the site. So that's 26 things that need to download. And if two of them were removed, such as the bootstrap js and the bootstrap css file, we'll take it down to 24, speeding up the website just that little fraction again. So this is a great way to speed up your Joomla sites by using this globally used CDN. Uh, JS library that is hosting all of these libraries around the world. Now, this isn't just for Joomla sites. This is any website. If we we build a lot of WordPress and uh, other CMS websites as well, and we use this CDN to host a lot of those libraries that we use, and because a lot of developers are using it, the likelihood of of uh, a user actually already having that file on their browser is very very high. So it speeds up the user experience, it speeds up the load time, reduces your bandwidth that you're actually distributing out there as well. So many, many benefits there. And CDN, JS, open source project, and it's free. You might as well give it a go, might as well use it. So that's my tips in regards to speeding up and optimizing your website. Um, Now, there are all the plugins and tools that you use. Of course, you can start ripping out... Access files and images as well, and that's another great way to optimize uh, your your website in general. The more things you put on there, the slower it's going to get, and that's that's uh, that's a given anyway. But in regards to all the components, check out the blog post for this. Check out the show notes at JoomlaBe.at/slash ep96, and you will get to all of the information there. You're listening to the Joomla Beat Podcast. Joomla Beat, podcast. Joomla Beat. At. And that is it for this podcast episode, everyone. So please, uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, leave a rating and review on the iTunes store. It really helps out with the discoverability of the podcast. It helps other people find it. It increases our rank slowly over time on the iTunes store as well and other people uh, of course, I'd love to actually hear and uh, see those reviews as well. I check them on a regular basis and it keeps us motivated uh, to keep going and creating more content and more shows for you guys. So please do that. Uh, if you don't have an iTunes account, I know a lot of people out there don't, jump onto the Spreaker Network where we host our web, uh, our podcast and Spreaker, you can leave a thumbs up or a star or, or something might be a love heart these days i don't know what it is so you can jump on there and uh, leave us a rating and review on the spreaker network as well so um, if, if you haven't please do so that is it for this podcast episode i'm going to wrap things up uh, until next time everyone please keep your websites safe secure and make sure you keep them backed up okay bye you have been listening you have been listening to the joomla beat podcast Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans, and users from around the globe. Around the globe. JoomlaBee. JoomlaBee.at